Welcome, everybody, to Schofield's Flower Social Hour, Episode 23. Enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Steve Schofield here. Welcome to Schofield's Flower Social Hour. They call me Scof. I'm Chris Fraderigo. People call me Fratty. How you doing, Fratty? I'm good. Uh, my waistline's, you know... <laughs> There too. Uh, nice, uh, you know, feast with Thanksgiving over the weekend. I feel like I've been snacking and eating more junk food and drinking more. So um, I've definitely put on some uh, some winter pounds here. So I'm gonna have to get myself uh, back in shape. But uh, how's everything with you, Scove? Yeah, well, I'm right there with you, Freddie. I swear to God, man. It's like I woke up this morning and Judy said last night we went to bed about 11:30. She said, "Oh, by the way, the housekeeper's coming in at eight. I'm like, "Who does that?" I'm like on a Monday, but it did get me up. You know, we have a household still. People are here. Jessica was here. A few other people, my uh, sister-in-law. But yeah, it was a great time, man. I mean, you know, anytime you could. I mean, it, it, although I will say that Judy said no more cooking at home on Thanksgiving or any right. of these holidays because you spend the whole day cooking. You don't get to visit really with anybody. I'm helping. I didn't help her as much. I was doing the visiting, but I do the cleanup. I don't know. For whatever reason, I get stuck with the KP. <laughs> right. And. Right. Uh, and uh, she's like, you know, you spend an hour eating and that's it. Not even. We were done in 15 minutes. Everybody was so hungry to eat. And then you eat so much beforehand. You know, it's, yep. hard, right? it's, a, it's literally a feast. It's all day. It's, you know, you're out with the appetizers, the snacks. Like we were up at my mom's and um, we got there about 11, 11, 15 in the morning. And I was like, all right, what are we doing for lunch? And she's like, oh, I didn't really, really plan for lunch. I thought I'd just put out, you know, some foods. I'm like, Mom, we're not eating till like five. Am I just supposed to snack for for five hours before we eat? Like I'm gonna be grazing all day as it is. Like I at least need some sort of like substance. So <laughs> I but, uh, everything was closed, which was nice. I think it's good to see that um, places are closing and letting their employees, you know, go home and be with their families. But so we just went to a uh, grocery store, grabbed some uh, cold cuts, had some sandwiches. And then uh, pretty much just snacked on chips and dips and candy and all the, the other treats that are around the house. So, uh, you know, luckily the wife and I have been uh, doing some workouts at home using our garage and everything. But um, I'm going to have to uh, to lay off the desserts outside of maybe Christmas. Oh, man, I'm done. I'm done. I don't even want to have I call. I had some pasta for lunch, but it's but it's just a small little piece. So I'm like, you know. Uh, I bumped in, I went riding with a buddy of mine yesterday and uh, great, uh, great time with a bunch of guys and uh, from the, the Brunine Rebels and the 59 Club. And um, one of the guys had uh, just lost a hundred pounds. Wow. He's six, five, six, four, 310. And now he's 210. Wow. He looks so good. I mean, right? he looked like a, I didn't even recognize him when he pulled up. It was crazy. I was like, wait a second. Are you kidding me, Matt? That's you. Oh my God, that's crazy. So, um, after looking at him, I just said, "How how how'd you do it?" He says, two and a half hours of workout a day." His wife's the breadwinner. He's watching the baby. He's got a three-year-old now, and yeah. he works freelances. But it's just easier. They, she was making better money than him by about fifty something thousand. So he's like, "Why not?" Right? Put the time yeah. into the kid, and he's become like the best dad ever. So. Um, but it just gave me some, I did want to get up and work out this morning, but not with a housekeeper and three other people trying to get out of her way at, uh, on a, on a Monday morning. So, uh, yeah, yeah you got, cause you got a, you got a bike now, right? Yep. I got a bike now and I'm looking really forward to it. And, uh, it's a, uh, spin, spin something, a spin something. Yeah. Whatever it's yeah. been. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We've, we've talked about getting one. I don't, I don't mind bikes, like stationary bike workouts and all that. I don't know if Christina's, you know, it's her flavor and it's like, you can't just like get a 30 day trial and then send it back. Like, you know, if you don't like it. So I don't know We're we're, we're thinking about it, but nothing that we're for sure going to do. Cause sometimes it's just so nice just to like not go anywhere. Like don't even have to set up the garage. It's already there. Just literally hop on and just start riding and, um you know so that might be uh something in our future but we'll see yeah yeah i like it because i always rode the bike at uh, the gym so that's yeah. i just turn on the morning uh abc i listen to the today to, to the uh, today show and uh listen to them and i i can actually put the paper down on it and do some reading so 
I'm, I try to, you know, kill both the, both the three or four things with one. And then I'm texting on the phone, like what's going yep. on in New York. So it, it gives me some time. I got some bands and I do some other exercises, but yeah, definitely. And I'm going to try and slow down on the cocktailing and I'm definitely going to try and slow down everything else. You so, know, I think a, a hot tip though, Scoff, is probably to buy uh, as much exercise equipment as you can now, because once the new year's comes, I mean, with people staying at home and everything on top of it, like everyone wants to start working out once the new year's here, like, Oh, I'll get through the holidays. Then I'll start yep. working out yep. and then just throw that stuff on Craigslist and sell it for like, two, three times your profit. <laughs> I tell you, we, we finding a desk here was brutal the last. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. We could definitely make some uh, definite money. Go gangster trial. Or there we go. <laughs> go gangster trial. And what, which brings me to our, our, our show today. Yes. Our coming up, right? Yes. So uh, Tommy D's guide to the outfit. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Chicago Gainland history. I mean, the guy is fantastic. I, I agree. I think, um, you know, for being uh, starting off as a true crime uh, podcast way back in your old office when we could physically get together and kind of maturing into this uh, uh, lifestyle podcast that incorporates the true crime, the drinking, the burlesque, you know, all that stuff. Um, this one was, I think, a home run for uh, for true crime. He was so knowledgeable. Um, I mean, he literally lives in the, I guess... I would say like the Mecca, at least for Chicago, uh, crime history, you know, yeah, Vegas, he lives in Berwyn, yeah. which is a, a big area for the mob back in the day and probably still is. It's a very <laughs> Italian neighborhood. Um, it's next to uh, Cicero, which is, was mm -hmm. all mob back in the day. And it was only Italian. So you couldn't live right. there if you weren't Italian. It even it didn't matter what race, color, whatever you were, you just, it was Italians to stay out of our hood. And if you went into the hood to date one of the, the daughters or sisters of a, a buddy, you better behave because that's where, if you didn't, they'd throw you in the trunk and dump you off in a, in a field someplace. So uh, <laughs> nice, yeah. nice, nice, right. very well behaved. Remember everything your parents taught you. Yep, yeah, yeah. He's, he's super good. I mean, he came out here too. Um, mm -hmm. He really liked our podcast uh, back uh, when we had it going originally. And then he came out here and went out and had a cocktail. And uh, I took him to Musso and Frank's, one of the best places in Hollywood. And he just flipped over the place because it had so many uh, different types of uh, you know history that goes along with it and everything and the red boost and a whole bit. So yeah, we had a few too many martinis and I sent him on his <laughs> way. So it was a good time. <laughs> That's awesome. I know he mentioned he had uh, he had been working at a brewery. So, you know, when he does come out here again, I think it'd be fun to, uh, you know, maybe go uh, go out for some drinks and, and talk some beers and whiskey and some more true crime and get up on uh, on the podcast. Yeah, well, I would definitely recommend anybody and everybody try to watch this show if you're into true crime. And uh, it's funny how we talked about women being so much into true crime. I think it's like 78% of women are into true crime. So uh, yeah. Tommy brings it to the table and uh, I think you'll all enjoy it. So enjoy the show. <laughs> Frederico. <laughs> I haven't gotten a guy's name straight in 20 years. Thank yeah. God you're only Tommy D. And look what we got on our show today. We've got Tommy D from Chicago Gainland history and his, uh, his IG is uh, uh, Tommy D's uh, Guide to the Outfit. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Hey, no, you got no. him. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> Another Irishman, thank God. I'm outnumbered yeah. once again. Yep, yep. We got yeah. the clubs. We're just beating on top of the head. of us out there. Yeah. <laughs> Although just so, recently, the Irish, you know, they went down, what, 94 years ago when uh, us Italians took out uh, Dino yeah. Bannon in, in the flower shop. So, you know, right now yeah. I'm feeling good about us Italians. That's uh, a very long time ago. Yeah, thanks for uh, sharing <laughs> right. that. It was perfect, time, perfect timing, Tommy. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's hard to stay up to date and everything. It's something that I should definitely have in my calendar for both of us. But uh, yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> So tell us about, so Tommy, tell us about your, you know, your Instagram and your following and, you know, how you got started and everything into really into the mob and, 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 and showcasing it on your, on your Instagram. And I know you're going to get out there and do some tours when things get healthy again. So yeah, tell us how you got started. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. Um, man, wow. 
uh well it it kind of all started uh like 15 years ago you know i uh i remember um just getting into gangster history the the mafia you know uh probably as everyone else did you know i was like well, i was watching goodfellas and i started researching the real guys mm -hmm. that, that the actors are portraying you know yep. so i started that's kind of how i started getting into the mafia as a whole and you know reading about those guys and then you read about these other guys and then you just keep you know you just keep reading about different people and different things and stuff and uh as a chicagoan i really got interested in obviously the chicago history behind the mob you know they call it out here the outfit yeah um so yeah and just so i've just been it's like been my number one hobby you know i read about i read about this history every day and i read about new things you know and uh that have happened and um you know we uh we moved out to an area that is like surrounded by old houses that gangsters used to live in and all these things and i just one day started to think about you know because like i talk to my friends about this all the time so they're probably getting a little sick of me talking about like al capone and and everyone else you know so i was just like well i'm just gonna start an instagram account you know like i think that's a good a good uh way to get this um history across to people who actually enjoy it you know so and living around it you know i just started kind of driving around taking pictures of these people's houses you know that they used to live in you know mm -hmm. uh and they'll be uh, i'll do like a little story about it and and everything and uh it's just i just growing up here and hearing stories about it like it, it just really kind of struck with me you know like yeah. I, mean, I feel like some people are into serial serial killers, you know, but yeah. I, I'm like not really into serial killers. I'm in like the mob, into the yeah. mob, you know, which is kind of the same thing in some ways, right? But um, yeah, no, that's great. I mean, for me as a as a kid, I was it's crazy when I think about it that I was delivering flowers to Sam Giancana. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, it's insane, right? I mean, I knew him like an uncle. I mean, yeah. I would deliver flowers to him once a week. And it would be either be at Lava Steel's, which was on on, on uh, Superior, and yeah. when I or whatever restaurant. And my dad would, before we went out, would tell me, "Make sure you wear a pocket shirt because you're going to go deliver flowers to Sammy G." I'm like, "All right, cool." And that's what we call Sammy, it. Sammy G. Sammy G. <laughs> yeah. And I walk up and into the restaurant. The restaurant would be totally closed just for him. Sold out, and there are two cars, you know, parked like like you'd see in a movie with the gangsters, like in The Godfather. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. trench coats, the whole the long, you know, jackets and everything, guns underneath, and uh, shotguns underneath. And they'd search me. I'm 14 years old, walking into the place. And then I'd walk in. There's another guard, and there's one behind him, and they they'd check me out, and then they'd make sure they'd open up the block. He'd always be a box of roses, so oh. they and make sure there was no gun in the box. And, yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, so I'd go in and uh, and he'd then he'd signal, come on over and I'd walk over and I'd go, hi, Mr. Giancana. And he'd go like like this to me. And I go, Sammy G. And he goes, and who calls me that? My father. And I would go, my father and I, it would be like, a, like every day, every time I ever saw him, it was a routine, you know, it was like a comedy routine. Right. And then he'd say, all right, kid, you've been good. Yeah. He's get the flowers to the dame. <laughs> always called the girls the dame and they were just bursting out of their dress looking smoking hot like Marilyn Monroe yeah. who he dated sure. and, and might have even killed and, and along with the Kennedys right right and, and a lot of people don't know that when I tell them that they're like really and I'm like yeah he, they put him in office and then he went after him and so they said get rid of him right oh man his his, his story is just it's so crazy you know like his his dealings with all that and just I don't know and by the time you delivered flowers to him, he was probably a very um, worried guy, you know, like he was probably very uh, paranoid. I'd yeah. Say. You know, yeah. but, you know, he had all this crap under him, you know, like up until that point. Yeah. So I can I can only imagine. But that's 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 so what is, some of, what is some of the crap? Do you know? I mean, what are some of the things that, you know, um, well, his the supposed involvement to try to kill Fidel Castro. Right, right, um, right. You know the the whole Kennedy thing. Uh, him and JFK dated the same woman. 
at the same time, I believe. I'd have and to with, And Joe and, uh, and Bobby, too. Oh, it's insane. Well, she was yeah, being, apparently. I mean, I'm sorry to say that, but she, that's the true story of it. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, you know, the father, Joe, Joe Kennedy was a boot, you know. Yeah, he, he was a major bootlegger. Yeah. That's where they made I mean, all their money. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, that's probably made a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good payday for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, prohibition, I mean, man, that's, that's yeah, just crazy. It's crazy, right? I mean, for me, it was like, you know, I'd give the girl the flowers and then he'd look at me and he'd say, and then he'd go, Junior, eyes left. I'm like, sorry, <laughs> I got carried away. You know, I'm looking at this, you know, like I look like uh, um, the mask where the eyeballs are flying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Part two, yeah. <laughs> he'd ask me if I was good. And I'd say, yeah. And then lean over and he'd give me one of these on the face and tell your old man I said hi. And he'd slip with, as hundo in my pocket, a Sino every time. And and, and and he had a wad of cash like this because there were no credit cards then. Oh, no. And no. There were no and it was always cash on everything or check, right? Yeah. And so I'd go, and before I leave, sometimes you say, hey, hey, Junior, come here. I want you to drop this off down the street at the cleaners. And I'd be <laughs> dropping off a yellow envelope at the cleaner. You know, who's going to stop me, right? And it was yeah. right down the road. So I don't, and when I was a kid, and then he'd throw another hundo in my pocket. Of course, of course. <laughs> it's it's crazy. So and then I would go to, we would go to uh, Adolf's, my godfather owned, which was a great Italian restaurant right in the corner of State and Rush and State and Rush. Oh, okay, Rush Street over there, yeah. yeah right by, uh, uh, right at right at the corner where there's a there used to be a drugstore. Now now there's a drugstore. I think. Yeah. But, I mean, it was like going to Gibson's. Yeah, Steakhouse, right? But back in the day, it was more red, red boots and everything. Everybody had a boot, and they had the tables. Oh, in the middle. And, oh yeah. yeah, smoking, smoking cigars yeah. at the piano. Everybody oh, had yeah. everybody had a top hat on or a, right. a, a hat like a, you know, like Freddie has on. And yeah. then and it was and men wore suits and ties and jackets. They went out, and the women were dressed in the nines. You don't see that anymore. Maybe in Chicago, you can see it. Well, now especially. Yeah, that's why you haven't seen. That's why I came out with the new smoking jacket, which I don't know if you've seen. <laughs> I think I saw a picture of that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, so that, but maybe not now. Maybe in the summertime. Yeah, uh, all the Chicago dames they'd be looking. They'd be looking pretty fly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, hey, Tommy, yeah. I got so you know social media is you know big now. Whether it's for your own personal branding, whether it's a company or you know something like yourself who. Uh, turned a, a passion into an Instagram account. What are yeah. some of the things that you look for? Or how do you plan to like curate your, your Instagram of when to post, how often to post, you know, that kind of stuff? That's a good question. And uh, since my wife is, she does that for a job, social media, I actually have many questions for her. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah. she, she, so there'll be sometimes where she'll come to me and she'll ask me if like, I, you know, like have like my Google calendar, I have uh, posts scheduled in my calendar and stuff and she came to me and asked me if I did that and I was like I'm a step ahead of you you know <laughs> uh so yeah like I I kind of um I figure out dates like I'll do mugshot like if there's a mugshot and there's a date on it I'll uh I'll put that for a future post and I'll write out my content ahead of time and I'll just copy and paste you know um so I definitely think think ahead when I do this stuff, but sometimes I'll just go on location somewhere and do the post right there. Um, so it's it's kind of planned out uh, and it's also kind of random. Now, nice. if, if you're going to do the tours eventually, hopefully like maybe summer next year. Yeah, uh, yeah. Would you do it in a, what would you, would you be in a regular car or you buy, get an old, uh, yeah, get an old twenties car or that would be the cool thing. Yeah, get, a, get a nice old, get an old Econoline, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do the Econoline. Okay. <laughs> um, so I have, um, I have a van, but it only has like, you know, it's got four seats total. Right. And I need to figure out because I'm sure our insurance will go up, yada, yada, you know, once I, because you have to tell your insurance, I don't know, I got to figure all that out too. Yeah. Uh, those purposes, but I would probably just start off in one of our cars, taking small yeah. groups of two or three people. Right. Because yeah. I can only fit, you know, three people in the car with me. So I would probably have to start off like that. If I started making some, some money, you know, then I would rent, probably rent like a, a bigger van. 
with yeah, most tweets, yeah. you know, um, because I have talked with other people that sort of do that sometimes here in Chicago, and they're like, yeah, we rent a, we rent the uh, the car and a driver, but I would just be doing the driving. Yeah, so, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, man, since I, I had it all planned, like I have different routes mm -hmm. planned out with different stopping points, you know? Um, so I had like, I pretty much planned all this out and then COVID hit. Yeah. So, but that is definitely the, the main, the main objective, you know, I want to do with this account is kind of give tours and, and have that option as well. So you mentioned earlier, you know, kind of just, you're watching Goodfellas and then you start looking up people. Now. You know, where are some places that you're able to, you know, find out some of this information? I mean, it sounds like you're able to really get into some some deep knowledge exactly. instead of just like surface level, like, okay, this person lived here, this person died here. You know, you, you kind of yeah. seem to get that deep inside scoop. What are some, you know, places that you're looking up knowledge or, you know, and then especially where are some places people who want to get into it can start looking themselves? You know, um, the deep dark web or <laughs> Amsterdam. No. Um you know, there's there's the obvious uh real quick ones, Wikipedia, you know, like when when I started looking them up, it was very yeah, it was just Wikipedia and um stuff like that. I really got into this um website called My Al Capone Museum. Oh yeah, I've seen that. That's really good. Yeah, it's uh Mario uh, Mario G-O-M-E-S is his last name, Gomes? Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but that was a very early one for me to dig deep in these things. And then um, recently getting the archive subs uh, subscription from the Chicago Tribune, okay. that's a really good source um, to find, to dig deeper, uh, because you can get addresses of places where something went down, you know? Mm -hmm. and you can go to that location and if it's still standing you can do there's something interesting there you know but yeah, um, yeah. yeah but uh so i mean when i kind of joked about the dark web of gangster dumb i mean there you can really dig deep if you have the time you can really kind of go and then stories start to match you know yeah, yeah, yeah. you know people aren't really lying about anything or not lying but like you know I don't know, but, uh, and then you can go and you can look in the newspaper and then match something that way. And right. then you're okay, this must be true. So he must've definitely lived here or, you know, obviously the St. Valentine's Day massacre took place. What's now a parking lot, you know, like, yeah. but you can see that the building next to where the massacre happened is the same today, you know, and all these things, um, but yeah, you know, I just, I just really read about it every day, and it, it's kind of amazing how far you can dig to find information. Well, when I talk to people, um, when I start talking about like Sam Giancana and stuff like that, and I tell them like, yeah, he probably got the Kennedys killed and blah blah blah, and they're like, what? And they, I have no doubt. Like, they, they, they think I'm bullshit, and I'm like, well, just look up Sam Giancana and you'll see it. You know, I mean, I don't know what else to tell Very you. Well. <laughs> Very well known. Uh, the yep. newspapers of the day reported it quite extensively, you know, and uh, it's, it's it's just well known. You can talk to, I mean, his house is like four blocks away from me where I live. Yeah, I saw you it know? in, the, I like that you have the cemeteries and the houses. And the houses, yeah. Yeah, they started, that's, um, what are those? They're called highlights on your Instagram. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. They're called highlights yeah. on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so like, I'm gonna do that one, and then I'm I'm gonna think of a couple other ones, you know, like I don't know. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I started just started doing that and kind of making it um, like a consistent, like it all kind of ties together. So, uh, but I mean, this house is like the house for Giancana. That's where he was killed. Yeah, he was killed in the basement, and it's right there. You know, like I drove by it the other day because I take my kid to a park right there. Right. <laughs> There's a park down the street, so I take my obviously. I take my kid to that park, right? <laughs> um, so, like, I drove by it, and there was like a family unloading groceries in the in the basement door, and I'm like, "Whoa, dude!" Well, obviously, obviously, they know. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, not, right. yeah, yeah. And when but I go so to these, long, it's so long. Yeah, ago. yeah. When I go to these locations, like, I'm not like, "Hey, hey, did you know?" 
did you know that uh an old gangster was killed in your basement or something <laughs> you know like, i'm not i don't do that you know like if i take pictures of people's houses like i go and i'm like and i'm like okay i'm done you know like, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Um, uh so i'm very respectful when i when i go on these location you know on location and do do it so you know, it's something that I think we miss out here, you know, in LA, Orange County is that, you know, historical side to things. Cause like, I mean, Scope, I remember being in Boston and oh. we popped into a bar and ordered some Sam Adams and the bartender's like, oh, by the way, walk across the street. You see that graveyard? That's Sam Adams grave. And you're like, wait, what? And oh, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, in right. downtown yeah. Boston, skyscrapers, buildings everywhere. And you have your, you know, your Sam Adams, you finish it out, you pay your tab, you walk outside, you cross the street and there's, you know, a, you know, a block of graveyards. And then you walk in, you see the special one and it's Sam Adams grave. And you're like, holy cow, how, how is this just here? You know, whereas out in LA and Orange County, there's, it's so much more separated, pre-planned. And then, you know, just the history isn't, isn't there. Like, I feel like it is back East or, you know, Chicago. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you know, where Beverly Hills, you got like where Bugsy Siegel was yeah, killed. Yeah, I'm just going to bring that up. Siegel yeah, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's still there. Um, what's the, uh, uh, Mickey Cohen's bodyguard, what was his name? Uh, was stabbed by, uh, oh, I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Yeah, there's, Believe me, when I was last in LA, I tried to get out and go see like some of these myself, you know? Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's it's very odd. And I don't think I would have found out that they all, like all these houses still stood of where they once lived if I didn't move out to um, like Berwyn. Uh -huh. Yeah. Technically I'm in a suburb of Chicago, but we're like 20 minutes from downtown. Um, yeah, I mean, that's gangster heaven right there. Yeah. Berwyn, Cicero. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, uh, for, uh, what is it? Forest, where is it? Uh, in, uh, Oak, um, Forest? Oak Forest? Forest. There's, uh, there's, yeah. uh, Forest Park. Right. Uh, River, River Forest. Oh, wait. Yep. River, yeah, Forest. River Forest is where, like, Accardo had three, yep. four houses. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. And, like, you find all this out in the Tribune archives. You know, you, it's like, it's so weird back in the day that they would put in the newspaper where these guys lived. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's crazy. Like, yeah. Right. And it's like, they don't, they wouldn't do that these days. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. But, but I mean, you know, benefit, I can go and find these places now, you know? Yeah. 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 The, um, you know, talk about Meyer Lansky and that too, you know, Bugsy Siegel's partner, they're making a movie now called Lansky. I've heard of this. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. just, I just, I, I, I actually heard of it because I started watching Boardwalk Empire again. Right. During quarantine. So like now I'm now I'm starting to read about more New York stuff again because I'm watching that. But um yeah, and then I, I heard about that. It's it's a movie about them too, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's about them too. And uh and uh Harvey Keitel plays Lansky. Oh nice. Yeah. Well yeah. he's kind of so, short on the shorter side, you know. So I know yeah, my Lansky was quite short, so yeah, so it's going to be, I was actually at the, uh, I didn't realize that it was being made. I was at a uh, meeting yesterday, and uh, Jeff Rice is the guy, he's the producer in Hollywood, been doing, been doing a lot of movies and everything. He seems to like the mob movies and everything. Yeah. And uh, I uh, got talking with him, he says, uh, yeah, I told him who I was. He goes, oh, well, we're making Lansky right now. I mean, it's already done. It's in post-production and ready to go pretty much. So, cool. um yeah, yeah. So, and then I I'm all for more mom movies. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's a great story about Vegas and and the Flamingo Hotel, which Franny and I have uh, yet to plant our flamingo. No, <laughs> but I did stay there uh, two years ago in uh, in March. So okay, a little over two years ago. So, uh, long story short, my wife and I got married. And we had this nice Cancun honeymoon planned. And, uh, you know, um, a week before we found out she was pregnant. Yeah. And uh, they have the Zika virus. So, you know, we decided not to risk it. Luckily, everything was, 
either through like timeshares or use points to purchase it. So we got you know everything taken care of, and then we're like, hey, we have time off. Let's do something. And it was you know late February, early March, something like that. And so we're like, where's there decent weather for us? And and so we went to uh, Vegas and yeah. happened to stay at the Flamingo. And it was it was perfect. Uh, she loves flamingos, um, so it, it worked yeah. out there. We got to go see the flamingos. We got to stay in the flamingo, and uh, like I just missed out on Scove coming. Yeah, yeah. he could have been a third wheel. After, I love the. After we started talking about the flamingo, uh, the flamingo and everything. It was yeah, because this was uh, well, our anniversary will be in January this you know two years, so it was yeah. you know. A little over a year and a half ago or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. we had this whole this whole running <laughs> gag about going to Vegas with the show and planting the flamingo over there and the on the grounds and everything. So uh, it never yeah. happened. But like no. the uh, the garden in the middle of it is beautiful. You know. Yeah. Oh, it man. was really nice. Apparently, that's where the original flamingo building was. Like where the garden is. I think I heard. I'm not sure, but. Um, uh, it was great. Um, pool was really nice. And then I like how they basically you walk out of the front of it and you're in this like strip mall area. And so you're just walking down the strip mall. They have uh, Gorn Brothers hats there, hat store. So you can go try on some nice hats. Uh, nice. A lot of restaurants and, and um, bars there. So you're popping in. There's this one called like the Americana or something. And they had like a buy one, get one canned beer. So I'm walking over there. Wife can't drink, obviously, now. So yeah. I'm buying one for myself and getting the free one for myself. So I'm double fisting down the strip and, yeah. you know, just enjoying uh, some Vegas. We went to a tiki yeah. bar there. Um, and, and so it, it was a great time. Yeah, Vegas. Um, I went I went with my wife when she was working. Um, she, she worked on the American Ninja Warrior show. And I went there with her and it was like 120 degrees in Vegas. <laughs> and it was like, it was insane. And uh, I actually went on a tour with um, uh, Frank Collada. You know, Frank Collada? Yeah, sure, sure. He, uh, he took my wife and I on a, um, on a uh, private tour. Wow. Around Vegas. Yeah. yeah. It, was yeah. it was insane. But that's, that's for a later time, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, I mean, and then you went to the, did you go, you went to the mob museum too? Did you guys check it out? Oh, yeah, yeah, we definitely <laughs> went there. That was, that was pretty amazing. It was probably the most, the longest I've spent in a museum ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's pretty, I mean, to see the, the wall of where the guys got killed yeah. in the St. Valentine's Massacre, you know, it's a shame that, you know, it's so funny, you talk to the younger generation now, and they have no clue about, like, the St. Valentine's Massacre, I mean, you barely know the Rolling Stones. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and i'm like there's such good history here i mean this is how america was built i yeah. mean there were yes we have tons of gangs now and the thing i learned when i went to the um uh to the mom museum and i had my book signing and everything there oh, is, nice. that, is that um they had just opened up three new exhibits and there are still like six real mob families running oh. the country oh yeah yeah, yeah. they're they're very quiet, you know. They're very quiet, but there's still there's still people running running the ship, you know. And it's interesting because it's also like then I think they have one on like the cartels and all the you know kind of the dealings that they're doing, and then it's like human trafficking and pirating, and you're like, it's like yeah, so what crazy, you yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's it's insane. Like I know I know there's still a presence in Chicago. I you know uh, as far as the outfit and stuff, but a lot of people went to jail. Yeah. In 2006. So it's pretty much like, so. Yeah. 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 Hey, Tommy, yeah. we, you know, we're talking obviously some movies and stuff. I'm yeah. curious as to what your thoughts are. You know, why, you know, when they make a movie, it's almost like they're romanticizing these hardened, scary, you know, people. Like, you know, obviously, Scope, you went up to Sammy G, and I'm sure it was a little, you know, sketchy. Obviously, you knew him, so you you weren't you know in the wrongs. But you know, to everyone else, like these are people you cross the street when they're walking. You don't cross paths with them, and yet yeah. you watch a movie with Johnny Depp in it, and you're like rooting for him. Like, get away, get out, come on. It's like and, White Bulger or something. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. You know, what do you think? You know, people 
what you know essentially are like glorifying them and 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 you know rooting for them in a sense when they make these movies i think it's i think everyone loves like a good robin hood i think uh robin hood story um i think i think hollywood tends to uh portray them as like good guys you know even though they're they're bad guys uh and i think it's i think i think people like have a certain fascination with the other side of life um you know uh and i think definitely movies definitely glorify it um i just i, I don't know it's it's tough it, it's tough for me to fathom that's why like it i'm i i don't know well like bonnie and clyde right i mean yeah. they were bonnie and clyde were being followed everywhere oh yeah and, and, yeah and you know, o'banion actually was um uh, I, I mean, there were people rooting for Bonnie and Clyde, but O'Bannon was very, um, one of the stories that I heard, um, well, for sure, is uh, that O'Bannon um, was not into prostitution whatsoever. He didn't want it in his, on the North side. He was a, he was a, 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 a he was Catholic and he went yeah. to church every, every Sunday with his wife. Yeah. And, I mean, it was right across Ooh. the street, right? So he was, uh, I guess he was crossing on Michigan Avenue or Chicago, or let's see, it would have been on State Street. He was crossing the bridge. He was taking a walk, crossing the bridge, going over the river. Okay, so yeah. towards Wacker, and some car backfired, and he was with his wife. He spun around and shot at the car, and the car crashed into the like into the wall a little bit, and and then he ran over there, and it was uh, it was a guy. It was just a normal guy, and the, and <laughs> the, and it's like. Yeah, yeah, and the, and he hit him in the leg, and the car, you know, has got a hole in it, and he's like, he gave him a wad of cash and said, "Sorry about that guy," and just come on by the office and see us at the shop. You know, <laughs> so he's like, you know, taking care of this guy, and yeah. uh, you know, after he just shot him, and uh, here, get to the hospital and get that taken <laughs> care of. You know, here's a hanky. I'll tie a, a knot yeah. around the leg. Right. Wow, I'll have, have to look. I'll have to look that up. Uh, yeah, yeah so, that's. Crazy. yeah i'm sure there's a lot of stories that the history books didn't teach you you know and uh it's i really like to tell different sides of the stories we all know mm -hmm. you know like uh if like i did a post recently about in the tribune they um raided a house in cicero that had an illegal still in it right um and mm -hmm. that house is the same house as they they had a picture of it in the paper and it's the same house just the black and white photo versus today you know wow and, and it still stands and i uh i really want to i really want to like you know everyone knows that you know capone lived on you know the south shore neighborhood you know we've all seen that house it's iconic yeah. but like i like to do i like to try to dig a little bit deeper and find um other things yeah i don't know it's well, I think you brought it up earlier um, when I asked you about the, there was a, um, when O'Banion was shot, there was a, there was a, a black gentleman inside the, still in the place in the, in the flower shop, but, and he, he got out of there through the back door. Yeah. And, uh, but, and you mentioned, what was he, he was a porter or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he was a porter. And I, um, the, the Tribune mentions that he was a witness that he actually uh, was, and they said in the Tribune that when they were interviewing him, he was like trembling. He was terrified. Yeah. You know what he would. just yeah, <laughs> yeah, what he just witnessed. I mean, I would be too, right? Yeah. Um, and there's like uh I I found another picture of him at O'Banion's uh funeral. Um, oh really? Yeah, yeah. There's uh there's one floating out there and because there's like a couple pictures of him. And uh, yeah, apparently he was the only witness, I think, mm -hmm. to it. Mm -hmm. But he uh, he definitely made a statement for the paper, right? Yeah, and I think in 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 you know Boardwalk Empire, uh, I think Van Alden is that guy's character. I think uh, the FBI agent, I think, is the the porter. Yeah, 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 yeah. On the show, uh, but yeah, porter is that is that just like another word for driver? 
I think. Yeah, like his like his chauffeur. I think it's yeah. like chauffeur, butler, some yeah. everything, right? He's his guy, drove him everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I I knew that a long time ago. And then once I started reading more about it and getting into it, yeah, I found out that he, you know, like made a statement, went to his funeral and all this stuff. Um, but yeah, can only imagine. And now did did you go to that location when you came into Chicago? I, I, I didn't. Oh, oh, you mean where the flower shop was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm blown away. I was just like, because we just did a pop up for uh, we or we just did this art museum, as you saw, I was in town. Yeah. At, at Grand Park for the Chicago seven trial for a movie with Netflix. It went out. It came out fantastic. So I decided to take a little tour of the old neighborhood. Well, it's changed so much. I mean, the church is still there and the bullet holes are still there from when right. Heinz and Paul Weiss got killed. But yes. But the, where the Schofield's flowers was. So because we did, because pop-ups are becoming so popular, what I was thinking about doing, and I still probably might do it eventually if, if things work out, is I wanted to take the parking lot, which was across the street for many years um, after they tore down the shop. I wanted to actually do like, build out like a movie set of the front of yeah. the flat of, of Schofield's flowers, right? Yeah, yeah. You find out like where where um, it was located and all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they have like a red carpet lead into the place, and then then do a do a party there with a speakeasy and everything else, and and jazz, and uh, you yeah. have to walk through the flower shop to get into it, and then on the sides we just put brick, you know, like brick walls but it would be fake brick of course and in the back it, so you'd still have the we'd hang chandeliers or something like that from the top or nice lights like you might see in uh southwest uh in uh austin texas a lot of yeah. places these yeah. lights or whatever but uh then i walked over to go see it and i'm like oh, it's shit. like a huge new development yeah amazing. Yeah. i was just like wow i just yeah it, it's sort of like i was showing my kids back years ago where i grew up in chicago near in Edison Park, and I went to show them my house. And my house had the biggest lot. We used to have, uh, we used to play wiffle ball in the in the back of, uh, in our backyard, and we had a fence, so we'd take Dixie cups and put Schofield, oh. right? <laughs> and I pull yeah. up, and our, and our house was gone because it was a small, oh, wow. stuffy white house of 1,200 square feet. You know, it was a two bedroom, and I slept in the back porch. And wow. eventually, when I got older, because you know we were sharing a room with my sister, and I was like. And my house was gone. <laughs> so I started, <laughs> I, I felt sad that even, you know, that that was being built on. But what are you going to do? I mean, it's just part of life, right? I mean, it is. Yeah, exactly. And um, it's it's really great when I find locations that are still standing that yeah. have that yeah. history, you know, and like you, you can. Uh, yeah, pretty much. And it it's sad to see parts of old Chicago go. You know? How yeah. much? does Chicago put into like deeming things historic um, so that they can preserve it? They do. They do a really good job. There's certain neighborhoods in Chicago uh, that the rules are stricter, you know, about um, historical sites and everything. Like you can't change the facade of a building, you know, mm -hmm. you know, if you're renovating it, you can only do the inside, nothing on the outside, you know, things like that. Um, but I think Chicago's pretty good. My old neighborhood of Logan Square, they're they're like not. I love, they're not, that, area. I love they're that area, not, Logan Square. Yeah, it's it's great, but it it doesn't look like the old Logan Square. Like they're knocking down buildings and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. kind of sucks uh, in that in that way. Um, just because you know it it got very popular very quick. So, but yeah. What happened to the guys that did kill um, O'Banion? So it's kind of widely known that it was uh, like two Sicilian, two Sicilian gunmen and Frankie Yale. Yep. Um, and apparently Frankie Yale was apparently killed by the Capone gang. They, they went out to New York and killed Frankie Yale because he was stealing liquor shipments from Capone. Yeah, well, then, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So he and Frank, stealing money to be a Hollywood star. Right. And and Frankie Yale was apparently El Capone's first boss in Coney wow. Island. Yeah. Wow. So they were in business together, but that went south. So um, some gunmen went to New York and killed Frank, Frankie Yale. 
And the other two guys, the actual shooters that shot O'Banion, um, were uh, supposedly killed by Capone himself at a party. Um, the two, it was John Scalise and Albert uh, Ans Anselmi. I think that's how you right. pronounce it, Anselmi. Um, they wanted to move up in the organization. They wanted to overthrow Capone. And apparently this got, word, word of that got to Capone. And under the ruse of like throwing a party for them, apparently he killed them at this party. Wow. And, and their bodies were found like, I think in, towards Indiana, like on the side of a road. So, and if he killed them, he beat him to death. Oh yeah, no, for sure you you have to, I guess. Uh, yeah. And I mean, it just goes to show, like, like, when you live this life of a gangster, like you 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 pretty much were either going to jail or you were dying, you know. Well, I mean, Bugs Moran wound up being a two bit thief, like back in what Clevelanders in Ohio somewhere. Yeah, yeah. After after the the Saint Saint Valentine's Day massacre, his his kind of. He, he kind of went downhill to becoming like a burglar again. Yeah. You no. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he, he uh, died in jail, but he, yeah, you're right. He, he sunk back down to the life of a petty, petty burglar. Can't even imagine. You got all this money. You're one of the top gangsters for 10 years. Yeah. And the rest of your whole gang. I mean, he would have been in, if he didn't stop for a cup of coffee, I think um, he would have been in, he would have been in the garage when the guys sure. were killed in the St. Valentine's Mass. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's, that's how the story goes. Like he, he was, he was late, yeah. you know, and uh, the Capone lookout man across the way um, thought, he um, thought one of, one of the gangsters was Bugs Moran. So he right. called in, he called, supposedly called in the shooters, uh, because he thought he saw Moran enter the garage. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, and if you look at like those old pictures of all the victims of the massacre, yeah. one guy from the side kind of looks like Bugs Moran. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's kind of yeah. creepy, kind of creepy in that way. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it, it it's crazy how some of these guys like they either die rich or they die very poor. <laughs> well, I mean, also, they were so young. I mean, yeah, most of totally. them died in their early 30s. Yeah, and I think Capone took over the Chicago outfit when he was like 23. Yeah. Something <laughs> crazy like that. Yeah, that's nuts. nuts. I that's crazy. Yeah, I know. It's, it just goes to show you that I think life either moved quicker back then or people just died <laughs> younger. I don't know. I um, was funneling beers, you know, in, in college and... Yeah. You know, yeah chasing girls and that's about it you know and here's yeah. here's capone running this you know huge organization calling hits on people yeah. you know you know rum running all that stuff and i'm like you know living at home doing doing the college life thing nursing a hangover whatever yeah exactly yeah that's that's crazy and then the cemeteries i mean i mean i see the one cemetery and mount carmel cemetery that's where like they all rest, right? It's yeah. crazy well, how many yeah, people I mean, are there. I would say, I would say about seventy-five percent of them are buried there, and then there's other old graveyards in Chicago that, you know, like one one victim of the massacre is buried at, you know, and they're like sprinkled around, you know, but it's all centered at Mount Carmel, and that's like, you know, that's where Capone and all of his brothers are buried. All of his brothers, yeah, yeah. Are, yeah. his yeah. mother and father are there. Wow. Um, you know, and I don't know where Bugs Moran's buried. I have to like look that up, but I don't know if he's buried in Chicago. He's probably in like I think he was in Cleveland. I'd have something to like that. that, yeah, or Minnes or like Minnesota. I don't know, yeah. but uh, yeah, and it's crazy, and it's it's really interesting that you can just go there and drive your car up <laughs> to these graves. You know, it's crazy. I mean, so what's what's uh, what's your favorite? What is your favorite movie that you've ever seen? And when it comes to gangsters, um, that's a great question, Scope. <laughs> um, I'm a big Godfather uh, fan. I that's say, I love. You know, I had to, to have to say like Goodfellas. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I hate to yeah. be cliche. You yeah. know, um, yeah. I really like this this uh, one from 1967 called the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. That's a that's a good one. 
It's like kind of a. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah. Yeah, it's from 1967. It's just called the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. That's a good one. Um, and I like Casino because of the Chicago uh, connection there. Yeah. Um, you know, Pesci as Tony Spilatro. I mean, he does yeah. a brilliant job. Um, and like, yeah, I mean, I just, that's, I could never answer that question, but I'd say, I'd say Goodfellas, you know, yeah, yeah. classic. Well, yeah. Yeah. The, the mayor, well, now his wife's the mayor of Vegas. He was like the attorney for everybody. Oscar, yeah. Oscar Goodman. Yeah. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, There's no it, corruption going on there. Nah. Just like, <laughs> you know, it's crazy, right. And then there's, uh, I, I'm working with, um, um, we've, we've had uh, Jonathan uh, Scott. He's a, a broadcaster there. He's been on the show and he has a partner and they have the rights to, uh, his partner has the rights to uh, the Meyer Lansky diaries. So wow. um, they wow. have like over, like over 700 artifacts uh, from the mob days, like Tommy guns and the suit that Lansky wore when he came back from Israel and just, crazy stuff the car that um that bugsy siegel used to drive and uh just you know you name it they actually have the diaries so we've been talking to uh, a guy a producer out here and he's very interested in talking about like how to take that uh to the uh to do a full-on uh length documentary about it like a 10 series 10, 10 part series very interesting very interesting yeah yeah, yeah. so i mean uh yeah, I think Vegas, you can absolutely still feel a little bit of the, with the mob museum there and with the history there, a little bit more of the mob scene than you would anywhere else right now. Yeah, and they have, they have like the ultimate collection of artifacts and stuff. And like, yeah. uh, you, you can go on eBay and occasionally find like a piece of like the hotel that Capone stayed at, you know, before he went to jail for tax evasion. Um, they have like pieces of bricks from like, the hotel but like it would be really cool to find some actual real artifacts and, and everything uh i think the closest thing i have is a uh pre-prohibition uh like brewery crate like a crate that they you know like had bottles in and stuff and it's like a pre-prohibition thing and but uh i would love uh, i would love to find some some real things uh, i don't know it's 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 crazy about like the the bricks from the massacre and they're at the mob museum and just like the story of the bricks is fascinating they like, were found in a, like in canada right in a in, <laughs> in a in a basement of a, a home in canada yeah the, it was <laughs> i think one guy owned the bricks for many years and he had he had a bar at one point where he put the bricks behind the urinals and there was a like a plexiglass so you can it looks like you're <laughs> like you know peeing on the bricks like he had behind in his bar and behind, you know, in the bathroom. Oh man. So weird. Uh, but I, I feel like they're in very good hands now. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, yeah. that reminds me, Scope, we, we found that Instagram where some guy, he has a house in like upstate New York and they're remodeling it. And all of a sudden they found just bottles and bottles wow. of, uh, you know, prohibition era. I think it's whiskey yeah. that they have. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, yeah. And then they started doing some like research and like the guy that had lived there at the time was like known for being a, um, you know, a, a bootlegger and making, you know, their own, you know, moonshine or whatever at, you know, at the time. And yeah. so it's like this just like corroborated and said like, yeah, he was. And here's all these like, you know, bottles from the, the 20s and stuff that they had. And funny enough, his partner owns a flower shop. And I'm like, Scoff, we got to get these people on the show. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, that's, that would be really cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah. So, well, listen, um, Tommy, it's like an hour here and uh, I got to get back to it on a few calls here and everything. Yeah. I just, I, I, it's been great talking with you. It's been uh, great. I love the yeah. history. I mean, I would encourage anybody to uh, go check out Tommy D's uh, guide to the outfit. The outfit, the outfit. <laughs> I, I love it. You know, it's so funny we say that the outfit rather than you know mob. You know, it's, right? Because it's, it's called the outfit here in New yeah. York. It's called the mafia. You know, yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. 
yeah. So, but it's really fun looking at it. I mean, I'll I'll close with even just looking at the uh, the restaurant that uh, uh, they tried to kill Capone in. That the the Northside gang shot over a thousand bullets through this restaurant. Yeah, and he didn't get killed. No, no, wow. he uh, apparently was saved by a bodyguard, and yeah. now it's the parking lot of a bank. Mm. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I know. No, I know. The but irony. Yeah. yeah. Right. We're gonna, get yeah. Flowers. we're gonna get it back up and running eventually and have a, a speakeasy and you name it. We're gonna we're gonna turn it into something fun. So um we'll Great stay in touch. touch. I mean, once this COVID gets uh, knocked out, we're gonna stay in touch and thank you so much for everything today. Yeah, thank, thank you. And uh yeah. and then we'll talk to you later, buddy. Yeah, thank you guys. Have a good day. Have a great holiday. Yeah, you too. All right, we'll see you later. Bye. Hey, everyone. Well, we hope you enjoyed that show and welcome back. Wow, Freddie, what a great uh, show, huh? I, I'm just blown away by by how knowledgeable he is. And like, just it sounds like he's really, you know, found his passion. I mean, finding these sites and reading up old news articles and then going and visiting them and seeing that they're still there in, in a lot of cases. Um, you know, I think it's prime for him. And, and you know, then that's going to lead to his city tours once you know, uh, COVID kind of is on the other side of this. He can start taking people around and sharing his knowledge even more. And I mean, I, I will definitely want to be first in line to jump in there and get a tour of Chicago on the uh, kind of more underground side of things. Yeah, I definitely plan on getting a hold of him and everything and definitely would like to get him back on the show as time goes on. So yeah, very, very cool show. So what else you got going on? I know you've been designing some cool stuff and we've got some updates on the we're selling out of the uh, smoking jacket, which is fantastic. And now we've come awesome. up with some additional colors. And I know through all our talks and all the leather goods that uh, you got going on that we'll be having some surprises coming up. But I know you're working yeah. on something over the weekend. What do you got there? Yeah, uh, Nicole and I have been chatting about kind of bringing something back that she's had before and just doing some R&D. So this is kind of more of a, a sample, um, not necessarily the final product and colors of everything, but um, it's just a real simple uh, wallet here, you know, card holder, put yep. your cards in there, you know, throw this on your keys, throw it on a gym bag, you know, got obviously the nice tie dye shag on it. Um, so just working on some, um, you know, some samples there and we'll fine tune it and hopefully get those uh, up on the website, uh, you know, shortly. And then we got some other stuff that I know we're, we're in the works, but nothing, uh, nothing yet to announce. So um a lot of good collaborations we're coming out with working with some great people that um you know i think i'm a fan of and and will buy myself you know once we can get some of these things uh oh, yeah. going yeah. but i think you know if you're you're into what we're doing you, you know these are going to be things that uh you're going to want to i think also we're following all the top small businesses of things that we love to do mm -hmm. King, mfg fantastic clothing if you guys are into any type of style like rockabilly or jean wear and, and work wear and things like that. Um, also, uh, uh, Jeff, the 420 chef, absolutely fantastic. I, I just read his book the other night and uh, just loved it and all the ingredients. Is, so we'll be having some surprises mm -hmm. coming out with uh, the chef in, uh, yeah. in uh, the new year. And uh, yeah, um, what else? Tiki Tony that we just had on. Woo! Wow. Yeah, we got him. He's going to come up uh, next week. Um, that was a fun one. I think one time I heard him describe himself or his style as like uh, Pee Wee Herman uh, meets Indiana Jones. Um, just, you know, he's he's fun. And, and um, I, I mean, I think he's a really talented artist and, and I like his style. I have some pieces of his myself and, you know, hopefully uh, we'll be able to curate something with him as well. And then uh, I know we're working on uh, Scof's, Schofield's Flowers Guide to the Holidays, and that's going to be coming out soon, Scof? Yep. Uh, Nicole and I are going to work on it later on today. So we want to get that out today or first thing tomorrow sometime. So I gotta, she's trying to desperately get everything done for the massive orders we've had on the smoking jacket, which was unexpected, but should have been expected. You know, it's exactly. sort of like a party when you're like, oh, we're going to have a party and it's like 7.30 and nobody's here. Like, oh my God, nobody's coming. And then all of a yeah. sudden everybody, everybody shows up and it's a it's a zoo. So that's what's yeah. exactly happened with the smoking jacket. I think just because of the fun nature of it and coming out like, you know, Mr. Suavellini and having a good time, right? So, yep. yeah, we're so excited. Awesome. 
So make sure to sign up uh, to the newsletter. Reach out to us if you're not on it. We'll get you on there. There's going to be some great um, vendors on there and some some special rates. So if you're looking for some stuff for yourself or loved ones for the holidays, you know this is going to be a uh, a good stop for you to uh, check out. Yep. All right, Freddie and everyone. Thank you very much. Yeah. Awesome. Hi, right, buddy. Peace I'll girls. talk to you during the week. Sounds good. You're blooping so much, you sound like a Star Wars droid. Cool. So, hey, I just hit it. So we're recording. Oh, huh? sorry. Hey, take two. Hey, everyone. Steve Schofield here from Schofield's Flowers Social Hour. And uh, I'm Steve Schofield. They call me Schof, Schofalicious, Schofinator. <laughs> you make my job before. so easy. Now we use this as uh, as uh, our uh, expert, uh, you know, our teaser videos or whatever we're always putting in. Like, I go through a lot of takes sometimes, Tommy. Bloopers, <laughs> he always does that to me, you know, he's fucking with me all the time. Let's get him. We, we're on top of him right now. Let's get some clubs and start beating him on the head. Oh, here. man. Oh, I blew that one. <laughs>